Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. And it's your girl Kimbo, the blazing sensation, aka the traveling chafing queen, aka the girl that annoys you on IG, aka Kimbolina, aka daughter of Pujanat, aka Slayer of Poles, aka mother of Georgie, aka sexy stir fry. Hey, it's Senya, mother of dogs, the humble park Kiki, auntie of all aunties, the Kimbo, Carmen San Diego Ho, the Puerto Rican connection, the Pitbull dog whisper, the mixed kid, hey, the mental health advocate, and the I don't follow trends, I make my own trends. Bitch, you forgot to say AKA. What the fuck? It doesn't work if you don't say AKA. Bitch, those are my names. I don't give a fuck. Say it again with the AKA. <laughs> weirdo. You just fucked it all up. Start over. <laughs> You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again because it's funny. You're an idiot. I love you. <laughs> We're best friends. So this is just us normally talking and, you know... Senya's in a, this is Senya, my best friend. She's joining us today on the episode, guys. Let her do her AKAs once more. Come really? On. I really got Yes! <laughs> Fucked it up. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> okay, this is Senya, also known as Mother of Dogs, Humble Bar Kiki, Auntie of All Aunties, Carmen San Diego, Ho, The I'm Puerto done. Rican Connection. If you know, I connect. The Pitbull Dog Whisper, I am the mixed kid, and I am the mental health advocate, and I do not follow trends. I also am known as I make my own damn trends. <laughs> oh, my God, Lord, the ghetto. She don't even know how to do it, y'all. She don't want to ask me to do AKAs, and she can't even do them. <laughs> I'm done. I'm actually done. You don't even know. Do you, you don't listen to Deezus Amaro, do you? You don't even know who them niggas are. No, good girl. I'm on the the friend zone and getting grown, bitch. I, I started know, bitch, this other podcast. I was going to tell you about manifestors. Girl. Yeah, we got so many podcasts that we talk about. So I let's know, talk about yours. I know it's just you know part of the business world. Okay, so. You guys, that's Senya. She's my best friend, and she's joining us today on the podcast. Um, so yeah, we are both um, huge, huge travelers. She actually really inspired me to do my um, uh, backpacking trip when I just like got up and just fucking left for three months and saw the world by myself. Um, she inspired me very much for that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have my homegirl on. We're going to talk shit. We're going to talk all about travel. That is what we love to do. So it's the Travel Queen episode. Yeah, so we've been friends now since, I don't even know. We've been friends for like, since high school, actually. Um, 18, I think 18 yeah. or 17. I don't know. And bitch, long... you, you about to be 32. We've been through it all, girl. <laughs> you old ass. <laughs> yes, we've been friends since high school. Senya mm-hmm. was a fucking cheerleader. Bitch, I was the ghettoest cheerleader of all. <laughs> I know, she was super good. No, you actually were the type of girl, though, that, like, got along with everyone. Like, I I was kind of that, like, little bit awkward, weirder girl in that sense. But I was cool. Like, I wasn't, like, a dork or anything. But I was just mm-hmm. there, you know what I mean? And you were, like... A fucking cheerleader you were friends with all the popular bitches or whatever you want to call them and then you were also like friends with all the ghetto ass like <laughs> fucking thug nigga ass motherfuckers and i was just like all right girl but you were able to like kind of float between the little like 
you know, groups and shit. I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Yes, you were. And so, yeah, we've been friends all the, you know, since then. But um, yeah, we've been through so much, girl. It's been a lot. I think, yeah, I feel like we started getting close like our junior or senior year of high school. Yes, we had something together. We had a class together. We had a class and I was like, ooh, I fucked with her. She's so cool. And then we just got really close. Do you remember the class? I don't remember the fucking class. Because you were, she's really smart too. Senia's oh, been like, was thank all, you. she was in all the AP classes. Like I was an honor student, but this bitch was like an AP and all sorts of shit. I was just like, girl, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So <laughs> I forgot what class we were in, but that's when we got cool. Um, yes. Yeah. But we're gonna, um, yeah, we're all gonna, it's just gonna be fun because we're gonna be kicking it. This is what we always do. We talk the shit, talk the shit, talk the shit. We were on the phone call earlier today too. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is just us talking. So yeah. Thank you guys for joining us today on, oh my God, I didn't even say what episode number and I didn't even do my countdown. What is it? Teach me some Thai. Come on, mommy. Teach me some Thai. Go ahead. So this is episode 10. Episode 10. Episode sip. So nung song sao si ha hok jet bet gao sip pa. Yes. So if you're watching the visuals on the podcast, you guys can see our beautiful faces. Um, I got as Puerto Rican as I could today and dressed up <laughs> Puerto Rican for her. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> so I was like, let me go ahead and get Puerto Rican. I got look at that. I got that huevos in my ears. Huevos. I'm done with you. You know, I'm saying my ducktail shirt on. All for you, Sen. All for you. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for joining us today. Um, let's just dive on in, shall we? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go into our first segment, our weekly segment, which is Sexy Sustainability. Um, we're going to talk about thrifting, guys. I want to Senya is a huge thrifter. Take it away, bitch. You, are, you love thrifting, don't you? Yes. I feel like people make fun of me all the time for it, but I be fucking snapping with some thrift shit. So my store that I'm going to shout out all the time um, is Village Discount. I'm Milwaukee and Logan Square. In Chicago. In Chicago. Sorry for you, everybody listening outside of Chicago. (laughs) I love there. I was like raised on that store. We used to call it like the second we used to go there and second. buy clothes. What kind of ghetto ass? What? Yeah, girl, it was ghetto as fuck. We going to second to get some clothes for school, guys. What the fuck? Bitch, that or the Mega Mall. And if you're from Chicago, you know what the Mega Mall is. Oh um, my god, the ghetto. <laughs> so I don't know. My mom just used to take us there, and I just love going there. I just feel like you always find like original pieces. Like, yeah. I don't want to look like what everyone looks like with the shit they bought at the store. And why not, like, save clothes? Because when you don't wear clothes, they just pile up and they throw them in, like, a pile. Where does it, what is it called? A landfill? Yeah. So it's a yeah. waste. Like, why am I going to spend all this money on something I'm going to, like, wear maybe five times and then throw out? I've been getting shirts for, like, 20 cents and shit. Like, it's 20, come on, 20 cents. <laughs> Yes. Come if on, you go to Village Discount, penny, they, always, they always have sales. You got to look at the tag. Yeah, they have the colored color of the tag. Yeah, the half day light. sale. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. And I don't know, it's kind of like therapeutic too. Like I like going to thrift and like looking through all the stuff. It just like feels good. You know what? Thrifting is life upon life. Mm-hmm. I, I do love thrifting. And yes, I do. 
being if you want to be sustainable without doing the most Mm -hmm. go thrifting honestly that is going to help the planet it's you're reusing you're repurposing things um like she said these are just clothing is all just you know i'm saying you can reuse this you know and like somebody's old shirt or sold sweater is your new sweater your new shirt right so and it's cute and like you can get real creative, you know, like there's a lot of these like, you know, boho chic vibes you can get with like mixing and pairing. Fucking this, this scarf that I'm wearing on my head is thrift. hundred percent. Yeah, it looks yeah, beautiful. Thrift. Thanks, boo. It's thrift. Yeah. Um, and like I recently, because I'm, you know, I love sustainability and re- repurposing things. So yeah, I'll go to the thrift store. I will like, t- if I see old parts of lamps, cause you know, I'm starting, like I do the whole, like mm-hmm. making lamps from the bottles and things like that. Like I'll take, I'll buy that. Like I got a, sh- a, a huge lampshade for like three bucks. And if you guys don't know, lampshades are quite expensive. They're mm-hmm. actually like 15, 20, 25. They could be really expensive. The shade is just the lampshade. So I was like, well, fuck, I'm gonna go to the thrift store and get some, sh- you know, lampshades, repurpose them, spray, you know, you know, art graffiti them all cool and shit and fuck it up. And like, yeah, it's so much better than, you know what I'm saying? Buying a brand new one when you can just repurpose things, you know? And like you said, yes, all these clothing and things like that, it's gonna go right in the landfill. You can't recycle your fucking clothes, guys. Yeah. I, you guys, oh my God, Stan. I need you to watch this one show on Netflix. Uh, there's two, actually. There's one show called Broken, mm-hmm. and there's another show called Rotten. These both shows, they're kind of like the same show. I don't know why they're like two different things. Maybe just two different like companies or different um, filming companies or whatever, production companies. But they're basically the same thing. Like, I think Rotten has a lot more episodes, but it's all about sustainability. And it's like showing you like how like, I don't know. They go over like how fucked up the Coke, like how fucked up chocolate is for the, for the economy in Africa and Ghana. They show you how fucked up, um, uh, like what was it? Oh, peanuts and how that's ruining the planet. Like they, and then they were showing, and then of course they were talking about plastic. They were talking Mm -hmm. about plastic. The, the, like my hated, you know, I fucking hate, you know, plastic water bottles is the bane of my existence. I hate them. And like, uh, they talked about how a lot of these plastics, they t- like the they tell you that they're recyclable and they're not. They're actually not. So like the containers you're buying for your salads, like all those green, you know, like all those containers and um, those aren't recyclable because the thing is like only a certain type of plastic with like the weight in there can actually be molded and repurposed again to mix with other plastics. Oh, wow. Not every plastic can do that. So like there's this huge like, at, like, it's like huge, like, cause China was buying our garbage for a while and they were buying our plastic and they were like selling. Yeah. It's like this whole thing. I can have a whole episode on it, honestly, but I was like high boots. I was so high and I was watching that and I was just like livid. I was like, Oh my God, we got to stop using plastic bags that we got to fucking stop. This is awful. Like it makes you like, you know, obviously you're high as fuck. So you're paranoid anyways, bitch. When I tell you, I am thinking twice about everything I buy now, everything. We are, I like, think. taking our planet for granted, really like, are. majorly, like, I mean, you could tell, like, even with global warming, with the weather changing, like, everything is changing. Everything. Side note, I reuse my plastic bags for poop bags, <laughs> for so, dog's poop, so. Me too, for Georgie poop, for my Okay. Life. Right, I mean, the thing is, like, single-use plastics and single-use, you know, those are those are the worst because then like they're literally called single use because they only have yes. one use. So if you can find a way to reuse those items again, like I take the old 
uh, packages, like like I told you from like Amazon and eBay and all those things. I reuse them and I sell things and I just say, take the same fucking thing. I cut it open. I tape it back up and I use that again. Cause I'm like, there's, you gotta try. Like, I feel like it's our responsibility as people too. I mean, like it's obviously this is like on a higher fucking level. Like a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff, if you watch on Netflix, um, broken or rotten, it was like, this is all about money and power and greed, of course. Um, but we as people too can be accountable. You know, we can, we can make our demands less by, you know, not using plastic bags. And it sucks because now with COVID, everyone's saying like, oh, you're not allowed to bring your own. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I've spread. done? You know what I've done though instead? I know this is like super like a lot and you guys are gonna be like, Kim, really you're doing the most. When I go to the grocery store, instead of having them bag it, you know, when they, they, they you know, you're pricing out your items or whatever and they're putting it in the bags, I just put it right back in my cart. And in my car, I have all those reusable bags in there. So I'll just put the items from my cart and I put them in the reusable bags because that's the way I can try to like not yeah. have the plastic bags, but still abiding by the COVID rules or whatever. Um, so that's something, you know what I mean? It's really tough. I mean, not really tough, but it's something that we can do. Cause that shit made me like, girl, I so was man, do you, do you, cause this is some fucking Puerto Rican ghetto shit. Do you reuse your like butter containers for fucking Tupperware? <laughs> Bitch, we did that growing up. Butter like can- the like country oh, the butter. Margarine? The yes. margarine and the country crock. Oh, girl. I mean, back in the day when I used to eat that shit, my mama used to put it for, yeah, girl. All that shit. All that. All that. We yeah. used to fucking take, right now, because uh, we use it for our cat food, we'll take those plastic uh, containers and we'll reuse them. Me and my sister will give each other cat food and things like that. Or the pasta jars, too. Like the oh, prego yeah. pasta. I reuse that. I reuse them, too. So. Oh, fuck yeah. Anything where you can, like, I mean, obviously, like, um, if you have, if you buy packaging, if you're trying to figure out, like, well, fuck, what is it that I can do? that's not going to be harmful and I can still buy things, you know? Cause like, unless you go to a store that actually is, um, what they have those stores, they, they talked about it in the, in the fucking documentary, but where you can go there and everything is just like out and you have your, you bring your own containers, you fill mm-hmm. up, you fill up things. Um, obviously those are a little bit more hippy dippy. They're hard to find. Like I have to do some more research, but, um, yeah, you can glass, you know what I'm saying? Glass bottles and things like that. Jars, those are reusable. So if you do buy things and they're glass, you know, try to find a way to cut, to reuse them for stuff. Cause that's another way you can, you know, make it not single use. Um, and it's easier to, I think glass is easier to recycle as well. Um, plastic is the, the, is just the shit. It's it's horrible. Plastic, Plastic is just the devil. It's the devil, yeah. And I had to, ex- I literally had to explain that to my mom, son, because she wasn't getting it. And she's like, if you can, re- you can record, you can recycle, you can recycle. I'm like, mommy, no, you cannot recycle these water bottles. But no, you can recycle. It's okay, it's okay. You can recycle. It's okay. I'm like, no. I'm like trying to explain her, and yeah, you guys, I have an age. I love your mom. <laughs> that is the way my mama talks. Like she's. Yeah. <laughs> They always be making fun of, I'm like, of when I imitate my mom, but that is her. I'm like, girl, listen to me. But um, I'm happy, yo, you, you are, you are so good. Cause like this bitch will fucking wear one, wear one thing, wear one shirt and then boom, throw it in a bag to, to, for thrifting or to, to donate. She's like, oh, I'm about to donate. I'm like, I literally, like, I forgot what it was, but like, I asked you for something. I'm like, Sam, do you have that one jacket or coat or something like that? And you were like, no, bitch, I already donated it. I was like, the fuck you just bought it or like you just i just gave it to you and you're like no i already donated it yeah i am i am a pretty huge donator yeah she fucking donates her shit like right away she doesn't like clutter she's like yeah like get rid of i try to reuse stuff as much as i can but like when the thrifting's gone thrift it's time to donate so yes yes (laughs) so 
I knew you would appreciate that because they're mm-hmm. things that shit. Um, I had to check it out. I need to watch yeah. it. I need something to watch, so that's good. Those are really good, and they really help you feel the weight of the heaviness that's going on with this planet. So I really highly recommend those. Um, I'll send. I'll remind you and send it to you later. Send, and I'll put it in the show notes, guys, of mm-hmm. which ones to watch because I want to support it because it's really important content to to get out there. Um, yeah. So that was sexy sustainability, guys. Um, yeah. Um, so that was it. And we're going to um, move it right on along into our main topic, and that is traveling. Hey. Yes. Travel, 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 travel. So, you guys, this is going to be more of like, I'm going to ask questions for Sen, and I'm going to have a list of questions, and then me and Sen are both going to answer them and give our perspectives um, and just talk a little bit about our, our experiences traveling um, because I know that that's something that... Um, a lot of travelers out there will resonate with, with our stories and our experiences overseas and things like that. So I'm just going to start and dive in and start with just the first question for Senya. Senya, how many countries have you been to? I have been to 40 countries. 40. I'm dying to go to another one, but fucking COVID. But I've been to 40 countries. So this has been a hard time. If if you are a traveler like Kim and I, this has been an extremely hard time to be stuck and not being able to get on an airplane to go somewhere like other than the U.S. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. I've been to, for me, I've been to 34 countries. Um, and yeah, you started earlier, though. Like, she, Senya was, like, in college. So she did her study abroad in Budapest. Yeah. So she lived in Budapest for six months when she was studying in, for college, right, in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of started your love for travel, right? When you when you went to um, actually, my first international trip was when I was sixteen. I was dating a Colombian. Don't you remember, Steven? That's right. I was dating a Colombian. Um, his mom was getting married, and she's like, "I want to get, I'm gonna get married in in Cali, in Cali, Colombia." And she was like, "You should come with Steven, her son." And I'm like, "I'm 16." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ch- I'm a child. Yeah, like. What so she fuck? like talked to my parents and um, I went and actually that's where I fell in love with travel, but really like falling in love with the backpacking mm-hmm. was in Budapest. But when yeah, my whole entire family was freaked out. They're like, I can't believe I kidnapped like, and like, did you go by yourself? To, to I the- did. I went by myself with <sighs> his mother and him. Oh, so you went, went with for- them. Yeah. I went with okay. them. Okay. So cool. I like saved this family. But that was like my first international trip, but. That's amazing, though. I was 16. Yeah, that was amazing that your family just said, like... Oh, my mom was like... You guys, Senya had the, like, cool (laughs) cool high school experience because she got to party. She had, you know, she got to go and party. Her her family was, like, her mom and parents were kind of, like, lax. Like, they let her, like, invite her friends (laughs) over, have parties and things like that. Bitch, that wasn't happening in my house. No. My daddy was like... My house was the party house. Yeah, you got to party and shit. I had to sneak around and say I was with my sister and you know, things like that to get around and do the fun things. So, yeah, I can't believe that. That's 16. That's quite young, you know. I, For me, I, I went to travel really young. My first place was Thailand because my fam, my mom, but I was with them, you know, and it was like, it was my mom's, you know, yeah. first home. She was from, she's born there. So it didn't really feel like tr- I was traveling because I was going with my family. So, yeah, yeah my place was Thailand. But yeah. Colombia, I still haven't been to Colombia. I want to go. Bitch, I want to go back. Let's go. I want to go I think to Cartagena and I wanna, dance. Yeah. I think that's a cute place for us to go for, like, maybe a girl's trip or something. I don't know. That'll yeah, be cute. yeah. 
I'm down. I'm so down. If but yeah, Budapest, Budapest is uh, when I fell in love with backpacking and that kind of like started the whole like solo travel backpack, the thing that we like love so much, you and I. Yeah. How old were you then when you, when you started? Um, I was 21. I was 21 and I went abroad and it changed my life. I mean, that was the best like time of my life. If I can choose any best times of my life, it would be that time. I mean, all I did was go to school in the week and I would travel on Friday to Monday to a bunch of countries with like my two roommates from Budapest and party. Like, oh my God, if I can tell anybody listening to this podcast, even if you're young, like study abroad, or if you're going to have kids, encourage them to study abroad. It will change their life. Like you see the world completely different. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I love that said. I love that you said that because I think it's super important um, as well. I, I do love that. I feel like all other countries but us um, encourage like their mm-hmm. kids to do gap years when they're in between high school. So a gap year is like the years between in between high school and college or university. And it's a gap year that you just choose to just take off. And then most of these young European, Canadian, Australian, you know, travelers will just travel the world for, you know, like, yeah. I mean, mind like you, they I literally take a year to do it. Their parents they, are like, yeah, go live your life. You know, I love and it. And my parents were like, yeah, if you got the money, like, right, I was go say, ahead. I was you like, got the money. I mean, it's a, it's very, it's VV Caucasian because it's yeah. like, bitch, what kind of fucking money y'all think? Yeah. You, you over here 18, yeah. you got no job. You want to go explore the world? Get your ass a job, yeah. you know? But I, I was, was 21. I was 21 for Budapest. But I will tell you this. I'm really good at writing. So I'm very good at getting scholarships. So he I is. I got like Bitch, show us your cafe bustello fucking <laughs> thing on the back of your fucking phone. This bitch got a fucking no. Let's talk about this bitch because you know I'm still pressed boots. This bitch got she did a she did like a what a contest a writing contest for cafe yes. bustello and won. And I think part of it was like you get free coffee for like your life or something like that. Like you get free coffee. You guys are bugging. I haven't got any more. Like if I bitch, get it, give I will us get the coffee. She's like, I don't drink coffee. I'm like, bitch, I drink it and I buy it. Give it to me. Yeah, that was one of my scholarships. They she gave got me a scholarship, like and then she got ten money. grand. Like was it ten grand? grand? Yeah, That's amazing. This bitch got ten thousand dollars and free coffee the rest of her life, and this bitch don't drink coffee, and she won't even call him to be like, give me my coffee. But you got friends that will drink that coffee. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Yo, I needed my coins. I was like trying to get up out out of fucking shitty ass North Lake. I was like, bye. (laughs) Like, I ain't done with these people. No for the North Lake plug. No for the North Lake. Stop. No. I tried to get out of there and I did. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to write. I'm going to get the fuck out. And I got scholarships crazy thing is i came back with money still so that's amazing that, yeah and then what do you just get to keep it yeah i did i got to keep it i used it on other fucking trips <laughs> that's lit yeah that's lit you were you have always been really good with writing and like whenever you needed money for like school you're like i'm about to write this i'm about to you know write this paper and then like the next week or two or a month <laughs> she'd be like yeah I, I got the money i got the scholarship i'm like bitch damn the fuck <laughs> And like for me, I went to a private art school, so there there was like none of this existed. Like, 
I, I couldn't go write up shit for scholarships. Like I couldn't. Like I, you went to DePaul, so DePaul is a really awesome school, but and they have all sorts of programs. I went yeah. to a fucking yeah. I went to a fucking private art school where it was so expensive, and yeah, it was but like you are so talented. Like I say this all the time to Matt, my partner. Like out of all my friends, like my best friend, my Louise. She is so talented. Like you are so talented in so many different like lanes. It's pre- it's amazing. You know, like I feel like all of us have our shit. I mean, I have like two or three lanes, but you have like a gazillion, which I think is awesome. Like seriously, Girl. and you're not like mediocre in them. You're like fucking awesome in all of them. Aww, so I'm like, this bitch needs to teach me how to dance on a pole. No. <laughs> Yeah, but you never took my fucking classes. <laughs> hey, I was always there. I always showed up for your performances. So. Not always. Most of the time. Most Girl, of the time. Bye. Whatever. No, I appreciate you saying that. I really do. Um, I just wish that my bank account reflected my talent. How about that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, I'm like, well, well, if you're listening, please. I know. You know, send a check I'm, to Kimboology. You can I'm manifesting me a little coin. Come a little coin on the side. <laughs> I'm like, like my friends are always like, bitch, what the fuck else are you doing now? Like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Oh, I'm doing this. And they're like, God damn, Kim is always doing the most. My mom will be buying your shit. My mom yeah. bought a lamb from you. Your family. Some pillows all in my house. True. <laughs> like, who's True. pillows are? Who you made guys, these if pillows? You guys, oh, this, my best friend made these pillows for me. <laughs> you guys, if you guys ever watch the show Girlfriends, did you ever, did you ever watch the show Girlfriends? Yes. Bitch, I am Lynn. Like, I am fucking Lynn Boots. Like, I remember when Orlando, because Orlando was obsessed with the girlfriends that was, like, on Netflix. I rewatched the whole fucking, like, series. And he was like, oh, my God. He's like, I am fucking um, Tony Boots. Like, he's like, I'm Tony. He is. You know? And I'm like, I'm Lynn as fuck. <laughs> like, I cannot. Like, that bitch was always, like, like, she always had, like, a, she was always in, like, she had all these degrees, but no money, no job and shit. And she like, had a million different things that she did. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I'm Lynn. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so true though. Oh my god. That is so cute. Thank you so much for saying that though. I appreciate that, boo. Um, let's move to the second question. Okay. Uh so second question is uh what's your what's your five favorite countries to visit? Okay, so I wrote my countries down and my top one is Hungary, so Budapest. Um Budapest just holds a special place in my heart. It like completely changed my life. I like it's just like a hidden gem. It's like in Eastern Europe, Hungary doesn't get a lot of play. People don't think to go there, but it is like one of the funnest fucking countries I've ever been to. Like, it's just so fun. It's so fun. And a lot of people go there, like a lot of international people. It's like a hub. So, cause like I went to school there, international school. So I just, that, that place just holds a key part in my heart. So they're number one just because of my experience. And then my second country, if you haven't gone, Sri Lanka. I know a lot of people don't think of that either. Sri Lanka is the shit. I feel like so many people sleep on it. It is so awesome. Like, it just has everything. Like, it has, like, the vibes, the religion, like, the forest, like, the food. Oh, my God. The food is so amazing. Was it expensive? Uh, No. And that's another thing. The, my top two countries that I just gave you, they're really cheap, mm. like super cheap. Like Sri Lanka was so cheap. I couldn't even believe like what we were spending to like be there. 
Do you um, remember how much like a meal to eat was? Like, if you can remember, like, if you like five dollars, really, like a full meal. It's so cheap. Like okay. we stayed in this place in the mountains that was like thirty dollars a night, and if you would have stayed a place like that in the U.S., it would have been like two hundred dollars a night. Like Ooh. the view. I mean, it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, and then my third country is Egypt, just because like the pyramids. I I like have seen a lot of like places not like being like stuck up but I'm what I'm saying is like I've seen a lot of things in a lot of countries but the thing that took my breath away was the pyramids really Egypt like it's just like fucking crazy it's like you're stepping in like you're stepping into a history book like legit you're just like wow you know what I mean and then my fourth and fifth was Israel and Jordan and I will say Israel Palestine because I do represent. I am. You Are know, you free Palestine? Free Palestine. Fuck yeah. Okay. I am for them. So um, when I went there, it was incredible. I thought it was so cool to be in the Dead Sea. That shit was hilarious. That looks really like, cool. Yeah, the Dead Sea was cool. And then I just I love that we went to Jordan too. Um, because I just feel like a lot of people don't go to the Middle East. Like everyone's so fucking scared of the Middle East. Hence, like why I have Arabic on my hand. Um, And I just want to change that narrative. Like legit, when I was in Jordan, I just, I felt safe. And and the craziest thing is out of all the countries in the world, Jordan has the most amount of women in their government, like in the leadership. Really? It's mostly all women. So like everyone thinks like, you know, because they're Muslim and they cover their head and wear hijab and all that, that Mm -hmm. it's like, I, I don't know how to say it in English. I guess like very patriotic or a patriarch, patriarchal, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say in Spanish, machismo, but it's not mm. like that at all. Like women like are all like in the government. So it's crazy how people like view the Middle East. And then like, if you're there in certain, in certain countries, it's different. So I really liked Jordan too, because it really showed me what is shown to me on TV is not true. Oh my god! And Jordan is where that one, like Petra, was it? Where like Petra a, is. Oh, yeah. girl, that shit. And I think, oh, I know that shit was amazing. I couldn't believe Bitch. I'd seen it. I feel oh so blessed to even have the chance to go and see that. Like, I'm blessed to even have that chance. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I like Israel and Jordan as four and five because for me it was a huge learning experience. The reason I have them up there compared to other countries is because of the the learning of Christ and like Jewish and Muslims. And I feel like going there and like learning the history and hearing both sides, it was just, it's cool. It was like, wow. And I remember like we did this tour where we like walked the footsteps they say of Christ when he was like mm. getting crucified. And I just like balls my eyes out like, wow. Bitch, like, that's fucking like, what? Yeah, I'm like you're walking I'm where fucking the- Jesus walked. Yeah, like Not, in no Kanye, times, you know? like, <laughs> no Kanye, I, Jesus. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no Jesus walks. Right, no but, Jesus yeah, walks. No Jesus walks. That motherfucker. But um, yeah, it was just crazy, you know. I was like, I like the same thing with Egypt. It was like stepping in history, but stepping into like a biblical time. It was, it was insane. <sighs> and so cool. It was a learning for me too because like. When I went to Israel, I wanted, you know, and I I will call it Palestine too, because it also belongs to them. Mm-hmm. I met people from both sides and it was very interesting to hear both of them talk about, you know, 
what's going on there. So mm -hmm. it was it was cool to like be a student. That's what I will say. I, I was like so happy that I was a student and learning something that I didn't know anything about really. So that's that's so dope. That's really dope. I'm pressed because all those countries you mentioned, I've I haven't been to yet. Like I'm so mad because like all those countries are on my bucket list too. I just haven't been to them. Um but, but yeah, I feel like I, you've been to a lot of Asian countries that I haven't. I been was gonna to. say like uh, so yeah. my so my list so my five so my five favorite countries to visit, obviously Thailand because that's you know that's home the homeland. I got to pay mm -hmm. homage. Thailand is lit. Not only is it just my my mother's homeland, but it is actually like an amazing country. It like, is. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. The food is fucking delicious. It's so fucking cheap. If you want, it depends on the experience. If you want that city, you know, that bustling city vibe, go to Bangkok. If you want the jungle, the, the elephants, go to Chiang Mai. If you want the islands, the beautiful fucking like weather and the island life, go down to Phuket. You know what I'm saying? Like it has everything. Pee -pee. Pee it's pee pee. Pee pee, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> pee pee, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm biased because of you know being Thai and everything. But it's just such a really beautiful country, and it's just so special, special to my heart. It has everything. So Thailand's number one. Second is rep your mama, girl. You better rep your mama. Okay, you know it. You know it, though. Okay. Um, yeah. So the second one is Japan. Like I fucking love Japan so fucking much i've been there twice i will go a million times more i could live there it's gonna you know the only thing is like you know english is not as readily available as people like no. people like when you go to japan like some of these countries it's legit you can't there it's hard to find people that speak english you know in some of these countries so um yeah japan was just like the food is so fucking good and it's like the sushi is just like oh my god the culture it's so different from here like you know the harajuku girls tokyo kyoto osaka like you know kobe beef it just has so much culture and it's enriched there and the people are so nice like I, I i don't care what people say but like i don't feel the racism there i don't mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't now like I'm as a, traveler, a black traveler you didn't feel racism no i, I i'm a foreigner you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm, i felt mm -hmm. that foreignerness like i was like okay well i can't read the characters on the wall so let me go ahead and talk to them and see you know what i'm saying it wasn't a matter of me being black it was a matter of me being a foreigner you know what i mean i didn't feel that because some places you go to you feel it you're like oh fuck you know well yeah like, like oh my god like like I'm worried, you know what I mean? But like, no, no, mean, like, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, for they're sure. just minding their own business. Up. Like they're just yeah. doing their thing. They're like, no, I don't give a fuck about you. I gotta go to work or I gotta do this. And, <laughs> and it's so great. It's so great. Um, so that's Japan's number two. Australia's number three. And another reason, you know, because it's close to home as well. I live there. I love Australia. It's another place where I felt it felt like home as well. Mm -hmm. Um Melbourne was that's where I lived in Melbourne um and it was just fucking dope the food was great the people were really nice I'm you know I made good money out there the living wages are higher than America uh it's just an easy lifestyle everyone's real chill like dead ass like going around just walking on the street and seeing people laying out in the middle of the park just for doing nothing is like normal like I feel like in this hustle and bustle city life you're like why are you oh my god who has time to lay down and rest like who has time to relax like you're like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Like there is just like an easy, no worries, no worries, you know, that type of vibe, you know? So I do love Australia. That holds a huge place in my heart. I went to a lot of the different places there, the Outback, 
Um, I know. I wish I had more time with you when I went to visit you. I know. Yes. Senya came. She visited me when I was living there. She went to Melbourne. Um, and yeah, she, she spent, how long were you there? Oh, like a week or so? Like a week. I got to see yeah. kangaroos because of Kim. Thank yeah, you, Kim. Yeah, she got to see kangaroos. And um, did you even, did you eat, did you, did I take you to eat kangaroos or no? No? I don't know. I feel like when I got there, I was so exhausted. Yeah. And then we went to like this show. We went to the pole competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh and then God, I was like, I really want to go. I'm like, I'm like, literally going to die. I just flew like 26 hours. I need to go to sleep. I know. You were a trooper though. You were a trooper. <laughs> I did. I went out for a little bit. I bought her a ticket and everything. I'm like, bitch, you going. I want to see yeah. <laughs> Like, I love you, but when you go, and then she went there and she's like, bitch, I gotta go. So I like, yeah. I was like, go ahead. I'm gonna stay here. Are my keys to my apartment. Go, go to sleep. Go to sleep. So yeah, yeah, that was great. I know I, we had a great time out there. Um, that was, that was a great time. And the koalas. Australia is number three. Um, Amsterdam is number four. I love Amsterdam. And I feel like I didn't get enough time to really appreciate, I went to fucking stupid London, um, which I'll talk Ugh. about later on. And I spent more time there and I really should have spent more time in Australia. In Amsterdam, yes. Amsterdam. Yeah, and at the time, I didn't smoke weed. So I, I was, was like- I was about to say, that's crazy. I didn't smoke weed at all. So I went there, I went to see the sex shows and you know, do all that other CD shit. The red light like, district. Mm. The red light district. And then I was couch surfing when I was there. So I was staying with another pole dancer uh, for free. So I yeah. kind of like, she was like really cool. So I like did things and she didn't, she, was, she, had a, she had a kid and she had a, like a, you know, a partner or whatever. And like, I just didn't, you know, I, you know, when you're smoking and then for the first time, I'm like, I'm not going to smoke with a complete stranger. Like I just, yeah, I feel safe. You know what I mean? I feel that like was like pre, pre Medicaid kid. Yes, 100%. <laughs> pre Medicaid, a thousand percent. Yeah. I was just like, not here for the marijuana, but now I am. I'm a hundred percent. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So we yeah, totally, I went we there. Totally switched places, bitch. Yeah, yeah I know. Because totally. this bitch used to smoke weed, right? She used to smoke. She used to, she was all about that Medicaid life. And now this bitch is like, mm, my sinuses. My yeah. Sinuses, I can't with the smoke. Like I can't with the fucking um, like, like my nose. I'm like, okay, Auntie said. <laughs> Grandma ass, vieja over here. <laughs> yeah, we totally switched. We totally switched. But I want to give it like I want to go back because I want to. And it was just a beautiful country. Like it, it was is. beautiful. It is. So it was really special. And I really want to go back and give it its credit because I feel like I didn't give it enough love, which I, it deserves. It's a great country. And then my final pick, I can't, I can't like choose. I was like, oh, fuck, but I love this country too. Wait, I love this country. I was like, <laughs> Belize and Fiji for me are like neck and neck. Bitch, you should totally, I know you should totally pick Fiji. Like Fiji was fucking, but I had a good time in Belize as well. But Fiji was like, Fiji was one of those places where you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm fucking here. Yeah. You're in these that islands. shit was picturesque. Oh, like, Fiji was just like phenomenal. And so like when I lived overseas in Australia, going to Fiji from Australia is like essentially going to like, you New know, York. <laughs> go, no, no, no. Going to like Dominican Republic or going to like, oh, um, the okay. island. yeah, going to like Puerto Rico. In terms of like the plane. So, like essentially like if you were going to go to like Puerto Rico or like, you know, things like that, it, that's kind of like how you know, it feels. So it's a, it's one of those oh, okay, okay. Australians who like go to regularly. It's not for yeah. us. I feel like it's a bigger thing. Cause it's so far and it's like super like, you know, like off in the little Island in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know? So, um, when I was living there, I'm like, I gotta go to fucking Fiji. Yeah. Papua New Guinea, but bitch, they actually still, um, eat people there. So I was like, maybe, Oh not. my God. 
Yeah, bitch. Like, Papua New Guinea is not like tour. Like, do they have a huge tourism there? No, like, that's the thing. Like, that's probably why, bitch, because we yes. eating motherfuckers. They I be know. coming back. <laughs> Mind you, like, hey, come, hey, at me, like, come at me if if you're <laughs> if you're from Papua New Guinea or if you have family there, and you're like, bitch, hey, actually, it's not like that. Whatever, let me know because I want. Somebody's to gonna come on and say, I'm gonna eat you, bitch. I I was like. <laughs> Because when I heard that shit, I was like, well, I'm not fucking going there. The fuck? Like, because it's what like, is it? It's called like cannibalism, right? Well, it's like, still very, like, it's still very um, indigenous in a sense, you know? Like, it's still a very, like, they, everything's still grassroots. Like, there's still. But that's so crazy because indigenous usually eat like animals. I don't They like, do, but it's like, uh, I, th- I don't, listen, don't, don't come for me. Don't quote me because I don't know the culture. But like, when I was there, it was, it gave me the sense of like, it was a sense of like hierarchy. Like if you're, you know, like if you're a tribe, tribal men or whatever, mm-hmm, and you're trying mm-hmm. to form a sense of like, like this is my tribe. And we, you know, like, I don't know, it, girl, I don't know. I didn't go. So like, but, but I was told that that's actually something that still happens there. So I was just kind of like, well, hmm, hmm. nah, you know? So like, yeah, that was something I did want to do though. Cause it's such a, like, it's such a like unique place. Like, you know, like, oh my God, like going to Papua New Guinea. That's fucking cool. You know? But yeah. I wasn't trying to get eaten. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but Belize is like some place too, that I feel like I can like retire and like live there. It's, it's so expensive nice. as fuck there though. Expensive as fuck. Oh, so expensive. I was surprised, bitch. You went before me, right? Yeah. That's when I, me I did Central America. And then remember you were like, I'm going to do Central America. Yes, that's right. You didn't tell me though that you. Yes, you I did. I was like, Key Cocker, like Belize is expensive as fuck. You probably forgot, bitch, because you went to several but of you the countries. Went to, you went to Key Cocker. I was at San Pedro, the other island. Yeah. And you that's were doing just more backpacking. You were doing more backpackery though, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. And I because I mean, you were there with Ricky, yeah. like he met you. Yeah, I was just yeah. backpacking by myself. So. Yeah, and you met a friend or something, I think, there, right? Or no? Yeah, my friend from London. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, aside for like the money, like being expensive, it was. It's still a beautiful country, but yeah, I think maybe Fiji's probably higher than Belize. Then yeah, Fiji. bitch, Fiji's cheaper. Fiji's way higher. <laughs> yeah, like Fiji's cheaper and amazing and beautiful and yeah, like yeah, and it was so crazy because like when I was there, right? Um, and I got this a lot of places I went to. You probably did too because you know we're both mixed. We're both biracial and mixed. Um, mixed kids. Yeah, ever yeah, if you guys heard her whack ass aka earlier. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you are a mixed oh kid too. God. Don't bitch, do not add me with your hashtag biracial families. That's right. Okay. <laughs> you mad? You mad though? You're mad. Be mad. <laughs> um, no, but when I was there and like they were like, oh hey, you know, they all thought I was Fijian. Like they all thought I was a local. Like I, I don't even like, know what a fucking Fijian looks like. They look like so- me, bitch. <laughs> Like, I was there, and they were like, oh, are you, you know, like, are you Fijian? You're from here? Like, your family? I was like, oh, no. Like, but, like, I looked around. I'm like, oh, bitch, I look like everybody here. The fuck? Like, they look like me. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And it was cute, because when I said, I was oh, no, I'm from, I'm from America. I'm from Chicago. They're like, oh, Obama. Obama. I was like, yes, Obama. That's right. It was They're like, bitch, you black. <laughs> right. It was cute, though. It was cute. It was cute. But it just That's shows cute. you kind of, like, you know, because I'm black and Asian. So like, it just shows you kind of like the, like Fiji. Okay. So Fiji is a little Island off of Australia, but it's like, 
you know, Africa. The migration, like the migration. Right, how like, so basically I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing, I mean, but also Pangea, you know, when back, back when the, yeah, Pangea, yeah, like yeah. The, when the landforms all broke away and like, you know, they became like what they are. I'm, I'm guessing that like that broke off a piece of like maybe Africa or something. And then like the Asian people came and like, they integrated and eventually made me, you know? So like, yeah, because they looked, they looked, you know, like me. So I was like, that's so cool. Like, that's so fucking cool that I can yeah. go halfway around the fucking world and see people and that look just like me. It's like, wow, that's amazing. You know, like um, we're connected more than people think. Like we're totally, so connected. Totally. So I just, I, I think that that's a perspective you only will get when you are out and you're traveling, traveling. You get for yourself. Yeah. Cause like, it's so easy to like be in your little bubble of where you're from and you know only see the world from what you see on social media and like what the the fucking news is telling you the ghetto but if you're out there and you're seeing it for yourself like there's no height you can't deny it like you're like experiencing it first you're living it you're You're living living it it. yeah so your 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 experiences will be like completely different from what you've heard on tv or social media and all that bullshit the news so yeah but anyways, those are my five countries. Um, let's move on to the next question, shall we? Otherwise, we'll be here all fucking night because we're best friends. <laughs> and talk our asses off. Um, so yeah, the next question is, what's the most expensive country to visit or that you've visited? Most expensive country I visited is Switzerland. You went to, visit, the, you went to Switzerland? Yes, bitch. Geneva, Switzerland. You. Yeah, I know. Earlier when you were like asking me these questions, bitch, I had to turn around and look at the fucking map that you bought me and be like, fuck, have I been there? Yeah, I've been there. I can't even yeah, remember. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so um, yeah, I went to Geneva, Switzerland when I was living in Budapest with my um oh, when you're living there, okay. With my roommates, um, Susie and Natalie, if you hear me, shout out to you. Uh <laughs> Susie had an aunt that lived in Geneva, Switzerland. So she's like, yes, come stay with us. So we came and we, she gave us like her whole fucking house. It was beautiful. And we stayed there. But dude, it was so expensive. I spent like, the Swiss franc is so fucking expensive. I spent like $40 on a fucking Happy Meal at McDonald's. Like 40 US dollars. Like, wow. Yeah. I was blown away. Like, if you want to travel in Switzerland, you need fucking money. Yeah. Because. Save yeah. your money. Save your coin. Save your coin. What about you? For, so the most expensive country that I've went to was Iceland. That oh, shit yeah. was fucking expensive. Now, Iceland is a huge hub for like, it's like one of those huge layover countries from America to like Europe or whatever. So there's a lot, it's a huge layover country. So a lot of people encourage like, hey, go stop over in Iceland because, you know, we have things. But bitch, it's expensive. It looks so my, expensive. Bitch, it's expensive. Now, the flight was actually cheap, right? So the reason I went, I went in the dead of January. To so. get there. Right. I went to the, I went, I decided I really wanted to experience. I've never been to like a country, like going to a cold, cold country before. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to the blue lagoon. Like that was on my yeah, bucket yeah, list, yeah. super high on the bucket list. So me and my one friend, um, yeah, yeah. We actually looked up prices for like to go in January and they were like, it was like $300 round trip or something like that. Wow. That's really cheap. Fuck. But 
what they don't tell you is when you fucking get there, you know, is that's because they have to like, in, that's because they have to like import everything. They have they're to so import fucking everything. far from everything. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So food, same as you, bitch. I didn't go to like McDonald's or everything, but I remember going to this little, like a little like pizzeria or whatever, like a small little like mm-hmm. mom and like one of those, like, I don't know, like it's like a chain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. super fancy, bitch. And I, yeah, I ended up spending like $70 on like a pizza and like a, drink and like that was that crazy um i'm broke now like what the fuck like yeah that's why in switzerland like we didn't like go out to eat because we're like what the fuck you know we were like backpackers like we're students we didn't have money to like sit there like and have a fancy dinner in switzerland so yeah (laughs) did you guys end up going to the grocery store and like buying groceries we did we went to the grocery store and and bought stuff to make in her aunt's house yeah, that's the best way to go about it, man. Because seriously, if you eat, if and like for me too, when I was in Iceland, it was like buying things like souvenirs. Like usually, I you know I like to like have yeah, a little yeah, yeah. keepsake, nothing crazy, but I do like to get some keepsakes to wherever I go, what country, bitch, everything, all the fucking shit that was expensive as fuck. <laughs> Even I was the like, shot yeah, bitch. I was like, magnets, all that shit was like so expensive. I ended up buying like a pair of socks, I think, just one. <laughs> and they were like $20. I was like, well, that's it. That's all I'm getting from here because the fuck out of here, you know? Like, and um, what else? No, we stayed in the hostel though. The hostel was super fucking cute. I remember that. We shared like a two, like a personal hostel, but it was just me and her. So two mm-hmm. hostel. And that wasn't actually that much. I remember it was like decent. I think we ended up paying like $35 a night or something like that. It wasn't that bad. But the food and like bought like gifts and shopping, get the Yeah. No. It's all the imports. Hell no. Never again. I do want to go back because like Iceland was really beautiful. Like we saw the like um, Northern Lights, the Aurora mm-hmm. Borealis, which was just like, oh my God. It's just like one of those moments where you're like, Oh, and I remember I took an edible or something because I was like, oh, I want to be high as fuck when I do that. This is, <laughs> plus, it's January in Iceland. Yo, bitch, when I tell you... like, It was freezing. Girl, the Chicago... Like, we cold. You know, Chicago's cold. It's cold. But, bitch, Iceland winter cold is, like, brick motherfucking dick. Well, it's, it's always, so like, winter there most mm. of the time. Most of the, yeah, it's cold, but like think of winter, like extra winter. You know what I'm saying? Like the the in their summer, they do get up to like I think there's like sixties. I think 50s, 60s. Wow. In the summertime, but it is mostly fucking cold. So like, good luck with you if you if you don't like cold weather, don't move to Iceland. Yeah, yeah. bitch. That's why I ain't trying to go there. <laughs> but the Blue Lagoon is worth it. I will tell you that. I will go back. I know, I know, but I'm like, it's so cold and so white. <laughs> it's very white it's very yeah. but you know what i didn't feel like america colonizer white racism there because you know why why <laughs> this is real ignorant for me to say sorry for icelandic people don't come for me but <laughs> they all are like related <laughs> what the fuck what do you because, mean babe all of them like all the icelandic people are on this little island so oh, they that makes all sense. are related. Makes like everyone's fucking sense. each other. Was like, bet, bitch. There is a fucking app. I had to ask this because I was curious as fuck. I was like, what do you guys do? Like, okay, so they had this weird thing, and like, where they all have the same like last name or something like that, or the same first name. They all have something in the same in their name, and so they don't know who like so if you have the same last name like you're like okay well are we related are you my cousin or what they have a fucking app or like a rolodex or like an internet search where you can see whether like how far apart your bloodline is to see if you're like fucking your cousin or not or some shit 
It was wild. That is crazy. Yeah, I was so like, they're oh. only on like that piece of land, so that makes sense. Right. So I was so, but they have to like do that so they they so they know whether they're fucking their brother or not, <laughs> or like some shit. I was like, this is fucking weird. Like I was like, wow. So it's strange. But if you think about it, yeah, you're on the small island, so you gotta like kind of be careful about. I don't know. It was cool. But um, yeah, that's Iceland for you. I if you guys want to go to Switzerland or Iceland, please save your money. Um, have that money. Yeah, have that money. It, I mean, did you love it though? Was it beautiful? It was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Because it's like right there by France. They speak French, they speak English. Um, but it was beautiful. It's like I would say uh Switzerland is very posh. Very mm-hmm. posh. Um very uppity, but it didn't like turn me off. It was like posh in a beautiful, beautiful, like humble way. Okay. I can, I can respect that. I think that's yeah, like kind of how I was getting Iceland too. Like I didn't yeah. get that. It wasn't like, I'm better than you. Like it was like humble, like humble. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah. I have nice things and I'm grateful for them. Yeah. Which I can respect, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> so the next question. Well, we just did the most expensive country. Now, what is the cheapest country to visit that you visited? The cheapest country I've been to is India. <gasps> India. Yes. I mean, it is so cheap, but it's so cheap because there's a sad part to that because it's like so much poverty like one of the poorest countries in the world um, in a way, because like if, when you're in India, like I think I've never had my mind blown, like culture shock until I went to India. So I went to India and like, like just seeing like all the poor people, like on the streets, like kids, like beggars, like it's for real. Like if you've seen, you know, some dog millionaire, my experience in India was like, you see that, like there's kids that just beg for money. Like they're basically like prostituted out by like a Indian pimp or something that's like trying to make them beggars and use them to get money from people. So they're everywhere. Um, And it's sad. It's like really sad because they don't have shoes. Like some of them like barely have clothes on, like, it's super sad. So I feel like, yeah, that was a huge culture shock for me because I've never seen, like, I've seen poverty, but I've never seen poverty to that level Yeah, where it's just like everywhere you turn. You know what I mean? There are nicer, nicer parts of India. And I went to India for a wedding and I stayed in a very nice, you know, part of India because our friends are affluent in India. But that was the second time I've been to India twice. My first time, like, I was like, I'm the type of traveler where I really want to see what the country is. I'm not a bougie bitch. I don't like to, like, travel like that. I want to really experience the country for what it is. So my partner, Matt, thinks I'm a little crazy because he's always like, you want to stay in the cut. That's just how you are. You like to, like, (laughs) you will, like, you're crazy as fuck. Like, he thought I was crazy when I went to Egypt by myself as a woman. And I stayed in the cut. Like, I didn't stay in a nice hotel. Um, so when we went the first time, we stayed like by the main train station of India that takes you like, if you've seen like National Geographic or even movies, like the train that like you take in India, it's like everyone's just hanging on to the yeah. side and like, I've seen that. you know, yes. And so I, we stayed like right by this train station, 
which well, I'll get into later on about like the crazy story. Um, but yeah, it was very cheap because it's just like very a lot of poverty there. Like the it's just so cheap, unless you're like super affluent there. Yeah. But even if you're affluent there, like it's still cheap because the money you like how much money you have here is so much money there in India. Right. So right. I mean, when we would see the kids, I would give them money and like it was sad. Like we went into this museum and this kid was outside with like a bouquet of flowers with no shoes. And he's just like selling them. And we, instead of like giving him like a little coin, which you would usually give for the, we gave him like two bills, which I think it was like $20. And when we gave it to him, he just literally gave the whole bouquet of flowers to us. And we're like, no, 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 just keep, we didn't even take the flowers. We're like, just keep it. Cause that's like his work. The kid was like freaking eight years old, you know? So yeah, that's the cheapest country because just because of like the poverty situation. Yeah, I my friend Sabrina, shout out to you, Sabrina. She's gonna be on the show probably soon. Um, she told me when she went there, she's black and she went there by herself too. But she told me that she like said that like they're so poor that they can't even afford to like bury their bury their loved ones. And she said that there was like a river and there was just like dead bodies fucking floating in them. That she said she saw a dead baby. They were burning bodies because it was so like that they could not afford to bury their dead. So like they literally would just take people and like put them in a pile. Like like when you're just like yeah. walking down the street, there'd be people just burning bodies right there and shit. Yeah. I was like, girl. Well, you what? know that it's like poverty too because of the air pollution in India. Yeah. So obviously Kim made fun of me about my allergies earlier, but I am like huge on air index where I travel and like I want to know because how it's going to react to my body. The air pollution in India is like, especially Mumbai, is so mm. bad because it's just so many people and so much poverty. And like you said, like all that just burning the body, burning, like, you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to believe like that Slumdog Millionaire like movie when I watched it, but it, you know, it was pretty like the poverty side of India. Like, if you're not affluent, affluent, that's really like, you will see kids like that. Like, that's all we saw. Like they would come up to our tuk-tuks and like, yeah, sad. Yeah, I, but that's why it was cheap because of the poverty. Right, right. Um, yeah, I I haven't been to India yet, and I I did want to go, but when I I was you know told the same, you're a crazy bitch because like you were like I'll go by myself. But I <laughs> I literally was like I will wait because I went to Malaysia and I went to the part of India like the little India part of Malaysia, mm-hmm. and that was bad enough for me. Like I went by myself, and when I tell you the eyes, the looks, the just this nigga almost reached out and grab reached out and grabbed me. I was like, well, okay, yeah, they yeah, do, like the fuck. It's just like do. I was like, go on. They do um like femicide is kind of big there, like the raping of women and stuff too. Yeah. So that's why they tell you. I'll be honest, with you like that's why when I went by myself the first time, like my partner Matt and my family, they were just like really freaked out and thought I was crazy, but. You got to live your life, right? We can't believe everything we see on the news. We have to be cautious. Yeah, that stuff was there, but I was like cautious. So, but we'll get into some crazy stories later on with some of the questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, My cheapest country that I visited um, was the Philippines. I think that now 
it's Asia, so there's a lot of, you know, obviously mm-hmm. Asian in a sense, like, you know, most of the countries there are pretty fucking cheap. And I've been to, like, almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan is not part of that. Japan is, like, a nice, it's, it's expensive compared to, like, you know, the Philippines and, and Thailand and things. Thailand used to be really, I mean, it's still poverty, but it's, like, so much better it, like when I was a little girl, like growing up as a little girl and being half Thai and half black, when I would tell people like where my mom was from, they didn't even know what Thailand was. Like that was my wow. my childhood. Bit dead ass bitch. Like when I was growing up and I was like in like grade school and shit, they're like, Where's your mom from? I'm like, Thailand. They're like, Oh, Taiwan. I'm like, no, no. there's another country <laughs> called Thailand. Like that's I am, you know, like that's where my mom's from. And then they were just like, huh? But like in the past, I'd say 10 years or so, like the past decade. Thailand's uh, tourism has been booming. So they're, uh, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just now it's just much more, you know, in a sense, like there's just a lot going on there and there Mm -hmm. are more like richer areas and things like that. It's still got the poverty ring. But when I went to the Philippines, like I was like, that's when I had my kind of like, what'd you say? Like um, when you went to India and you were like, culture culture shock. Culture shock. Yeah, Yeah, I had a culture shock moment in Manila in Manila, Philippines. And I'm the same too, girl. Like I be, I guess I, I don't really, I don't really be looking for the cut, but the cut be finding me, girl. Cause when I was like looking for my hotel in Manila, bitch, I wasn't like, I literally like walked out of my hotel room. And then like, I looked outside and it's like, when you go outside, it was like, imagine when you're looking, you're, you're looking at like, you're fuck, I'm trying to explain how I'm trying to see how I can explain this. It's like those paper shack homes. Like literally people living like the in like, hut yeah but like they're hut. they're literally living in like just whatever they like you know like maybe like a, what do you call those like metal plates like they use like some of those metal plates for their like walls oh, and they wow. it was like stacked up on top of one another like you know i don't know there's like this is really ignorant to say but like you know how when you're when what is it colombia like the like the areas where they make the like, cocaine and things like that and like and it's like very like it's just all the these campo, like shacks. Like the yeah, like they're shacks. Yeah, they're yeah. like little shacks. I saw that and I was just kind of like, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is how people are living. I was like amazed, but like, it humbles the fuck out of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it really makes you really sad. Like, you're just like, holy shit. You know, you're seeing these kids, families living in these shacks, like literally metal plate shacks just four walls just four walls and they're on top of one another and they're just all stacked up and I was just like oh my god you know like this is yeah you know and then like the my hotel was really adamant about saying like do not walk around with headphones on rings jewelry um Mm -hmm. anything your phone don't pull your phone out don't let them know you have a phone like because the poverty is so big there that they were like, they will rob you. Like they were like really like stern or like, like, please don't. And then also they were like, do not go out after night. Like they were like very sternly, like don't leave the hotel at this time in this area. Like there's different parts of like Manila and Philippines and things like that. Obviously that was just where I was at. Mm -hmm. But I was just kind of like, whoa, like this is serious. Like I went there because I wanted to go to the Palawan islands, which is like super beautiful and remote. It's like Fiji almost. It's so gorgeous. So that's why I went to Manila. I didn't really want to stay there. I just, it was the only way I could get to the To the island. Yeah. So I had to stay there one night and I was like, bitch, this shit is like real, you know? And I remember I remember I I went for like a little walk. Cause I'm like you, I want to see like what's, what I want to see. Like, I want to see the culture. I want to experience it firsthand. I'm not a little, you know what I mean? I'm not a little bitch. Like I like to go out and do, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, (laughs) but at the same time, like, it's not a matter of, you know, I shouldn't have said that. It's not a matter of being a bitch, but it's like, 
it's a matter of just like experiencing the culture, right? Not not being yeah, in, like you want to see what the country really is about versus yes. like just the highlights. Exactly. So I really like wanted to take a walk and just like walk around, and that's when I took that little walk. I was like, holy shit, you know, like. So it, it really makes you just, it's eye-opening, you know, it's very humbling because it's like, it makes you appreciate everything that you have, you know, I mean, the littlest things, like even just like the ability to just use our limbs, yeah, having fresh water to drink, you know, being able to fill your tummy full of food. Like, oh, I'm over here complaining, like my, you know, my quarantine ass got big. I'm over here yeah, yeah, gaining yeah. weight and these fucking kids don't even have anything to eat. Yeah, I, when I was like, in the car in the Philippines, like we had the kids coming up to us all the time begging for money and food. And it was just super sad. So I, yeah. I completely um, agree with you on that. Cause you're just like, fuck, like your heart's so heavy. Cause you want to help them. But then it's like, you help that one kid. Then there's a hundred more behind him in line waiting. Yeah. For and then they all start coming. They all start coming. So if you yeah, give them like, yeah. yeah, I remember the taxi driver was like, "Don't," because I was like, oh, "I want to help." He's like, "Don't He's give like, them. They're don't gonna all come." He's like, like, "Don't that. open the window." He's like, "He'll try to grab. They'll try to grab your phone. They'll try to grab your arm. Like they'll try to break your like they are desperate." Oh my god! I was like, "Um, okay," you know. So yeah, I don't no. want to scare people, but like that's just you know, it's real. It's real. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like as. I would say like, I would say you and I are like global citizens. And I feel like to truly be like a global citizen and a like world traveler, staying in the cut and like staying in the neighborhoods where people like don't usually point you really humbles you. Like it makes you like a storyteller. Like it makes you like, wow, I actually was in this country. You know what I mean? Like you get to like meet the people on a whole nother level. Right. It's real. It's real. So yeah, that's it. Let's just move on to the next question, which is, okay, so what's your five least favorite countries to visit? So my number one least favorite country, um, Nick, mate, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, but I will have to say England. Yeah, girl, it's on my list too. That is my number one. It's on my list. Like, <laughs> I went there and had a great time. Like he took me, my friend took me that I met in London. I went to go vi like visit him while I was backpacking. And he took me to like a soccer game, a football game. And it was fun. I love his family. But like, I don't know, like, I'm not trying to sound like a like racist person or anything. I just like, I like to ble like go to countries where there's culture. Amen. Like, yep. I like to like, like see culture and I just, there's no culture for me, like in nope. England. Like it was very like minimal and like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's like nothing there that interests me. And expensive me. as fuck. And, and expensive and it was fucking cold and it's always yeah. like raining and yeah. I'm like. It's miserable. It's miserable. <laughs> like, I uh, just didn't, there, there was like nothing like there that pulled me. I'm like, the fuck? I just, I don't know. Sorry, Nick. Love you if you're listening to this or if you hear me. Um, thank you for taking me to a soccer game. <laughs> Um, my number two, I would say is France. Um, like the Eiffel Tower was beautiful. Paris is beautiful. Um, I saw a lot of different towns in France because of St. Vincent de Paul. Mm -hmm. I went to France with de Paul, so another scholarship. <laughs> um, but, um, like Paris was cool, but people were like really rude there. Mm -hmm. They just don't like Americans. No. 
they don't like Americans. So I didn't feel that vibe. And then I would say my third place that I thought was like, is Slovakia, super random. I don't know if anyone else has ever been to Slovakia. Um, I went to Bratislava. I did like a weekend trip and it's like in Eastern Europe and it's just like this small country. I didn't like, nothing was cool for me. I ate like a McDonald's cheeseburger there too because I was too scared to eat the meat and I got sick. Um, McDonald's is like my go-to if I don't know anything. Like if I'm scared. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could recognize. Um, And then Poland. Poland's my fourth least country. Like Poland was cool to like see the salt mines. Um, The reason I went there is because I went to Auschwitz. Mm. So... Mm-hmm. I went to the concentration camp and saw, you know, everything that happened to the Jewish people, which was like fucking mortifying. It's like one of the saddest places you can go. I like saw the history. It was cool to like see the history, but obviously you don't want to see like a genocide. Yeah. Um, so that was like my fourth. And then my fifth, like least favorite country was Belgium. Um, I went to Belgium. It was cool, but it was like, like really similar to like, France like I went there because I wanted to see the mannequin pea statue which is this little like angel that's holding his penis and literally <laughs> it's called the mannequin peas statue he's like holding his penis only and you just, said like... yeah we'll go to a motherfucking country <laughs> to watch a statue holding it it was right by Budapest you know so I was like fuck like I can go to Belgium so I went to Belgium and ate a lot of waffles and chocolate and I saw the mannequin peas but it was like the nightlife was pretty cool. That's where I fell in love with Delirium, the pink elephant beer. Eh. But um, yeah, it wasn't like super like, uh, you know, those yeah. are my least favorite countries. What about you? Um, yeah, so uh, my, my five least favorite countries, I'll start with the one that I can agree with you on. It's on my list too, is England. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Um, I, it just, I mean, it was expensive. You know, I did the backpacking thing there. I stayed in a pub. It was like a pub backpacking. It was like a hostel, but it was in a pub. And it was so fucking dirty. And it still was expen- it was still like $30 a night. I was like, the fuck? I've stayed in better, you know what I mean? Like I stayed at like a $9 hostel in like, I think it was like uh, Germany or something like that. And it was like way nice compared to this fucking shit. It was disgusting. And yeah, it, the, British, <laughs> the British pound is just no joke. Like I no, was like- they're expensive fucking- too. I was like, are you kidding me? Like the conversion rate, like with my money, like I can't buy shit out here, you know? Like, and like you said, the food, I'm all about culture, food, you know? And it's, England is a place where it's a, it's everyone comes from different countries, right? So it's like, um, if you are looking for, you know, people are going to, you know, disagree with us and say like, there's culture there. I'm like, yeah, well, it's culture from India because Indian people move there. It's not, it's not culture of England, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying? It's like other people that bring their culture there. It's not like yeah, 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 have yeah, their yeah. own culture. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you know, I did the whole tourist bullshit. Go see the, what is it? The Buckingham Big Ben. Fountain, Big Ben, Big Buckingham ben. Fountain and shit. But I was just kind of like, this is whack. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I I felt. don't care. So <laughs> my friend that lives there, I have a friend, Marga. Shout out to you, Margarita. She lives there now, but she's like, I, I would give another chance if I have a local that I can like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, give it that experience. Um, but yeah, I'm not in a rush to go back there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's number one for me. Um, number two is Cuba. I what? Did, yeah, girl. I'm but you sorry. had, but you got sick as fuck there. It just, That's yeah. why. I don't. That I is shocking to me for you. 
I didn't, I, yeah, it's one of those places. And it sucks because my partner's like, would love to go to Cuba, but obviously, like, it's not like we can go. Thanks a lot, Trump. You're a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> he, shut the, he shut the borders again. I mean, I am a dual citizen, so I have another passport, so I can go. I can get yeah, my Yeah, but ass Ricky there, can't go. But he can't go, yeah. So, and he wants to go, but I'm like, I don't want to. Like, mind you, I thought Cuba was smaller than it was. You know, mm-hmm. Cuba's huge, it's enormous, it's big. So mm-hmm. I went there for like six days, bitch. I went there for like almost, no, more. I went for like a full week. And I really thought I could see like all of Cuba or whatever. But no, bitch, like I was in Havana and I did like the little like tours, like the day tours and things. But they took like four hours to get to these little towns. Yeah, you need a, you need like, a car. You need yeah, a car. you need to either rent a, a, a driving service, a car, or you know what I'm saying? I think I did like a tour bus. I don't know. I did the bus or whatever. And, like, I went to Vinales, where they make the Cuban cigars. That was cool. You know what I mean? I rode on a horse and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest with you, like, the food sucked. I didn't have good food there. Really? Yeah. We had good food. No, I didn't have good food. Um, so that, you know me, I'm, about to, I'm all about my fucking stomach. So I'm like, I need to eat. And I, if, I was, if you have good food, sign me up. So I didn't have good experience with food. Plus, it was also, like... I, in Havana, like, I would walk around and, like, all the meat and the shit was, like, all out. There was no fucking, like, fridge or anything. So it was just, like, ew. Like, I don't want to eat that meat that was just, like, out in the sun. And, like, it made me uncomfortable. So I was, like, okay. And, yeah, speaking of, I got food poisoning there. And yeah. fucking almost, like, I was, like, dead to the bed for, like, a day and a half. Because I think I fucked up. And, like, you can't drink the water there. You cannot drink the water there. So you I drank think, the ice cubes when you I, were drinking. Exactly. Like, I, I met these cool-ass, like, in, in the, like, casa that I was staying at, I met these, this cool-ass older couple from South, South, America, South Africa. They were so cool. And I ended up, like, going and partying with them. But we went to drink, and, like, we went out drinking, and, like, some of the drinks I had had ice in it. And I didn't think, like... Ice cubes, pain, water. Ice, yeah, water. So I drank it, and, bitch, I was dead to the bed for a day and a half I, and I had a whole plan to go to a different you know one day trip and I couldn't do that so that sucked and then also like it's just shut off from the fucking world like I couldn't yeah. reach anything I couldn't let people know I was okay like I couldn't connect to their shitty ass they claimed they had internet and I bought that little sheet with a little paper to like sign in and like that didn't work for me so you like meet somebody in their park they're like yo what's up right you want an internet <laughs> code I was like password? fuck is this like yeah it was yeah so I don't know. That was Cuba. That was that was for me. That was my experience. That's um, shocking for me. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't it wasn't I wasn't feeling it. And then my third is Germany. Um, yeah, I went to actually I went to like Munich, München or whatever you want to call it. I meh, you know, I went to like yeah. I did I went to different parts of uh, I went to I even went to um what's it called Berlin um, you went to Berlin. Berlin I went to Berlin too and I've heard people were like oh my god Berlin's so much fucking fun it's the best city and I didn't experience that I was like what am I missing I was like kind of mad because like I went there expecting that like the dopeness yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fucking girl I went there and I was like this is whack I didn't I didn't see any of the coolness that people were talking about so I was like really kind of disappointed with Germany and the food it was just like sausages and beer I was like all right okay so I was like <laughs> um, so yeah that was number three and then oh plus the language Germany is really like when language you're just talking hard. to regular people they're just like I mean, just like, <laughs> okay I just want to know where the bus is like the fuck like you're yelling at me like stop like it was so aggressive <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the German language is aggressive I was like ah and like the, like I remember asking this like one old like 
like German white lady and she was like she had the meanest face and I was just like hi where is the like you know I was like trying to look for the train and she's like it's just never mind I'm good like I was just like holy shit so yeah that was Germany for me so and then number four for me was uh Myanmar so I went to Myanmar really it's so beautiful from your pictures there so kind of like you said, like you went there for one reason, right? You went to a certain oh, country you said you went to. You went to one country for like, like to see one thing, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing there. Like Myanmar was right next. It's right next to Laos and, um, and Cambodia and Thailand. It's like right there. It used to be called Burma, um, but now it's called Myanmar. And it's, it had this beautiful like golden temple mm-hmm. that I wanted to see. That was like really high on my bucket list. It's called the Shwedagon Pagoda. Shwedagon Pagoda, and it's this beautiful, like, golden temple, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Um, but the city that it's in, it's called Yangon, and that city is another one that's, like, you walk in the streets, super fucking dirty. Um, Poverty. I, I just, it made me feel uncomfortable. Like, I wasn't comfortable in Myanmar, and I just kind of wanted to, like, as soon as I got there, I just, like, got there. I'm like, all right, I want to go see the Shwedagon Pagoda and then leave. Like, that's how I felt. So I, yeah. for me, like that wasn't a good, ex- you know what I'm saying? When you want to leave the country so fast, like that's saying something. So yeah, it just wasn't, it's, it's got culture. It's got these, it was unique, very unique in that sense. Um, it's hot as fuck. When I went to the Shredagon Pagoda, it was hot as balls. But yeah, and it just, I don't know. I, I, someone told me that I should have gone to the other city where there's like the um, beautiful balloons, like the hot air balloons. Shit. I can't remember the fucking city right now. It's it's not Yangon, but it took, it was going to take me like, there was no other way to get there, but taking like a seven hour bus ride there. And your girl oh, was like, fuck. yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm so good on that. So yeah. Anyways, that was um, Myanmar. And then my last is Singapore. It, again, it's a, it's a small, super small city, state country. Weird. It's very metropolitan. It's a country, but it's like they call it a city state. Isn't that what they do? They call it that. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's super like a small, small. It's super fucking small. It's its own country. But it's, right. I have to tell you, I feel like it's the cleanest out of all the like very clean Asian countries. It's very like the clean. European Asian country in Asia. Right. But it's super posh. It's very like expensive. Um, and like I, it was small, so I could see it. I saw everything in like a day, and I was yeah, like, all right, yeah. well, what do I do now? And it was hot as fuck. It is hot as fuck all year round in Singapore. Singapore I'm talking yeah. balls hot. Like, I don't know how people can live there. I don't know. Like, I heard, like, this one girl I met in Melbourne, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I did, like, a, she's like, I did, like, a study abroad or, like, a teaching abroad thing in Singapore. And, like, there's actually a demand. Like, they'll pay you good money to move to Singapore and teach English there. But it's because it's so fucking hot. It's like, no one wants to fucking live there. And it's yeah. expensive. So it's like, fuck that like I don't know you're gonna have to pay me a lot of fucking money to go live in Singapore like that's how like I wasn't feeling it girl I really wasn't feeling it so yeah that was my um that was my five we gotta move it along because again we're talking forever and it's gonna be a long episode boots so uh let's move it right on to the next question what is your best memory when traveling my best memory when traveling I was thinking about this too this uh question because I was like oh this is a hard question it is a super super hard question um my best memory because man I have like a few but I I think I'm gonna pick one that means a lot to me um when I was in Budapest Hungary because I was a university student there I met international students from all over the world and 
I actually became friends with this girl from um, Torreon, Mexico. There was a lot of people from Mexico that came to to uh, study there, and her name was Magis. And I don't know, we made such an amazing friendship. And I guess my best memory is is that like friendship that I had with her. And then like when we had to say goodbye, it was like when we went back to our like homes, to our home countries, we just like it was like a happy cry. Like it was like a joyous cry, but like saying goodbye to each other was like, I, I had gained so much from being friends with her in Budapest and she had gained so much and she like really made me a, a little bit of who I am. So yeah. I guess, I know, I think like everyone has these all crazy like best memories, but my best memory is like that prime example of meeting people who really touch you on your life and, and, you carry that with you for the rest of your life. And she really did that for me. So I hope she's listening or she does listen, but that's my her. best memory. I guess my best memory is always pertains to the people that you meet and become like lifelong friends and you later on visit in life. Like that's what my best memories are of traveling. Beautiful. Love it. I was gonna say send her the fucking episode so she can hear it. I know I'm going to. <laughs> um, so my best memory, yeah, this is a tough question because, yeah, we have, I'm sure we have a lot of yeah. moments and things. Um, but for me, when I thought of this question, like my, my immediately, I immediately thought of the moment where I was in Bali and I was in this resort and it was so beautiful and I was by myself backpacking and I was sitting outside and like by the pool, by the cabana, I had my own cabana and it was raining. And I just like looked out, I had my iPad, I was watching Martin. Um, <laughs> and I just like, I was watching my favorite show and I look out and I see the rice fields and it's raining and it's like a beautiful, like soft rain. And I just was like, I fucking cannot believe that I'm sitting here at this moment. Yeah. Like, this is amazing like mm -hmm. it's it was so beautiful that I um, part of me was like and I loved traveling alone I really did I really loved it I didn't miss I wasn't like feening like a partner or anything but at that moment I was like it would be so beautiful to share this with somebody because it yeah. was so magical I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm sitting here in Bali and this is happening it's just like it was like it was like moved to almost like tears it was beautiful so that was my moment that I remembered that was like a really good moment so anyways um, let's move on to the next question, which is, what is your scariest moment when traveling? Oof, I got a few. I almost wanted to share my Thailand story, bitch, but I was like, uh. I already shared it, girl. Don't do it. I know, I know, I know. That's um, bitch. I know. And I was like, I don't want to start no shit. Um, fuck her. <laughs> my scariest <laughs> moment was in Brazil. Yes, um, I was going to say, you better tell that story, because I that's that story's wild. That shit was scary as fuck. So I was in Brazil traveling by myself. I had met a friend in Thailand and in the hostel, became really good friends with her, and she was from Brazil. And she was like, you should come visit me. And I'm like, okay, I will. So I went to Sao Paulo, and I visited her, and I stayed with her. I was there for, like, two weeks. I stayed with her for a week, and then um, I, like, left, and I went and stayed in a hostel and did my own thing and kind of traveled around Brazil and in Sao Paulo, there's this, like, I, it's like a maze of art, basically. Like, all these street artists go, and it's, like, this really cool fucking thing that you go to. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. So I went, and I went by myself. And I didn't think anything of it, because to be honest, like, I have been a solo female traveler quite a bit. So I didn't think anything of it. So it's, like, 
maybe like 5 p.m. there. It's not like daylight, but it's not like completely dark yet. So I go into the maze and I start like just going and taking pictures. And then I start to notice like I'm the only person in the maze and I keep walking. I don't think anything of it. And then I turn around and I see this guy and this guy is just like staring at me. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's just like here taking pictures too, whatever. So then as I start to walk, he starts following me. He's like following me. And I swear to God, um, this is probably the scariest moment I've ever had in solo traveling. I fucking felt it. I'm like, this dude's about to rape me. Like He's about to try to rape me. So I start fucking freaking out and I start running. And this motherfucker starts running after me. He's chasing me. And I swear to God, I just had in my head, I'm like, I'm literally about to get raped. Like, this ki- this guy's about to rape me. And in that moment, I look to the right, and there's just this little fucking open alley to get to the street mm. outside of the maze. I swear to God, that was my angel. And I literally look back, and he starts screaming at me, and I just fucking go to the right, and I fucking run out into the street where uh-huh. there's, like, people... Yeah. And um, I go across the street by like cars, by like a restaurant and he comes out and he just looks at me and I just look at him and he fucking leaves. Wow. And I'm like, I was fucking shitting bricks. And I literally like stayed in that restaurant for like, I think an hour after to like make sure this guy leaves. Yeah. And I like called my friend on WhatsApp and told her what happened. And then I just, I went back to my hostel. That's probably the scariest, like... Did you have to get a taxi back to the hostel or whatever? Or, like... Yeah, like, I got a taxi. Yeah. Um, but that that's, like, the scariest... We said crazy or scariest. I don't even... No, scariest. Scariest. Yeah. yeah. That's the scariest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just... I guess anybody who's listening, I'm not trying to deter you from solo traveling, but you have to... You have to be alert. And I think I'm going to be honest that was I, in that moment, I was not being alert. Yeah. And yeah. I let my guard down. And as soon yeah. as I let my guard down, that happened. But gracias a Dios, mm-hmm. bitch, because man, that would have been crazy. Girl, hell fuck fucking yeah. Up. I remember you told yeah. me that story. I was so scared for you. I was like, bitch, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you definitely can't be cut off by or by yourself as a woman. So, yes, you got to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my scariest moment um, when I was traveling too was when I was in Bali and um, I went to a pole studio because I used to, I used to like pole dance all over the world. So I used to go and like pole, go to different pole studios like all over. And I was so obsessed with going to this pole dance studio. Like that's like always been a thing of mine. And so, but my dumbass didn't pay attention to like timing and like. Mm-hmm you know, keeping that in mind. So I was like, oh, I have time. I'll go to the studio. I have time. Like, I, cause like basically in that area that I was staying at, like there wasn't like Uber, you can't just like call an Uber or whatever, like to go back to your hotel. Like I was going to walk. I had to walk back to my hotel, you know? And it wasn't that far actually. It was actually like a 10 minute or a 15 minute walk. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is fine. Like, you know, but so I'll just walk back. But then I didn't like time got away from me and it got super dark. And mind you, like, this is Bali. Like, there is no street light. Yeah, there's no light. Bitch, when I tell you I'm walking, I'm walking home as a fucking cow, just out walking around, just move, the fucking wild cow, just walking around next to me in the dark. I was like, uh, so (laughs) I was just like, 
case, you know? So I put on my Google Maps because Google Maps is clutch when you're traveling. It's so accurate. Like everywhere yeah, I went yeah, in the yeah. world, Google was like, Google Maps was on top of it. So I busted my Google Maps out, put in my hotel or my hostel where, no, it was a hotel. And I like watched where I was walking to make sure I was walking the right way, you know? And so I was mm-hmm. like looking down. But girl, when I tell you, like I went to a road, it's dark now, right? It's fucking dark as fuck. There's a fucking cow chilling. And then I look to the right, there's a road that goes this way. And that was the faster route to get to my hotel. But when I go there, there's a pack of fucking dogs, <sighs> like chilling over there, right? And they just like all, it's like a wolf pack. Like they're all looking at me. And I was oh, like, uh, and we're not, you guys, we're not in America. This is, this is, this is, you know, I'm in Indonesia. So um, these are some country they're, dogs. They're wild animals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they look for food, you know, so yeah. attack me, you know. So and then there was another route to go that way. My dumbass was like, well, it's a lot faster if I walk that way. So let me go to that way towards the dogs. So my, oh my dumbass walks towards the dogs and they're looking at me. And I'm walking, and I'm trying to give them as much space as I can, but no, bitch, when I tell you they bucked at me, like, bitch, oh, <gasps> and not, they started barking and running towards me. Oh, so, my God. I fucking, I fucking was like, okay, okay, you win. I won't go that way. I'll go the other way. Like, I had to, like, walk the other route. Like, I could still get to the hotel, but it was like, going to take a lot longer. But I was like, all right, I got to do it, because these fucking dogs are going to attack me. Like, they straight up was like, no, bitch, this is our territory. You're not allowed over here. So, yeah, that was my dumbass moment. But I really was about to get attacked by wild dogs. That's scary as fuck. Bitch, yeah, because, like, you know how dogs are, girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're animals. They're wild, right? Mm-hmm. That was, um, so, yeah, that was the scariest moment. Um, let's move on to the next question. Uh, what shocked you about traveling? What's, you know? What shocked, oh, okay, yeah. So what shocked me about traveling is when you're traveling, you meet so many people from around the world. And some of them basically leave their home country and move somewhere. And then they'll like start a hostel or they'll like buy property and start an Airbnb and like, just like X, what shocked me, but it doesn't shock me anymore. I think when I started traveling is like expat life. Like so many people, they fall in love with traveling like us. And then they're like, fuck it. And they just move and they'll open a hostel or start a business. But yeah. And I do have an Airbnb, and I'm going to plug that link later on when Kim puts all the show notes and all that in. So if you want to come stay in Chicago, you can stay in my Airbnb. I'm a super host. I have a bunch of great re- reviews. So She's a yeah. super host, y'all. You heard it first. <laughs> Airbnb super host. You can stay. If you like what you see, you can stay at a crib. <laughs> Gotta pay the hefty fee. I'm just kidding. No, she's actually been really busy with her Airbnb actually during this whole like quarantine, COVID. Yeah, my uh, Airbnb has been popping. Yeah, though she COVID. had a whole Bangla- Bangladesh family up in her basement, <laughs> thinking it up and shit. She was like, "Bitch, Bitch stop!" <laughs> hey, that's real though. That's real tea. But no, it's fine now. She got it. She cleans it down. You're like a little bit obsessed. Like she like cleans and bleaches and all sorts of shit. Yes, I'm OCD when it comes to uh, disinfecting. So yeah, so it's a great. She gets yeah the best reviews. So yeah, um, yeah. I'll leave, I'll leave that link in the show notes too. If if anybody wants to have a place um, to stay in the Chicago area, if they're Airbnb, um, yeah, you know where to go. Um, let's move on. Um, so yeah. So what's the next question? What country has been the most difficult to travel to as an American? India. 
India is hard boots. You have to like go through this whole visa process. And it's not like, oh, just pay this fee. You get a visa. Like you have to do a whole fucking application. Mm-hmm. You have to send pictures of yourself. Um, then you have to wait for the visa. Then when you get the visa, uh, if you want to travel inside the country, you have to know somebody in India to buy tickets for you for train or for anything else. Like you have to have an Indian cell phone number. It's just crazy the amount of hoops you have to jump through to go and like get around in India. Wow. That's a lot, girl. Crazy. Um, when it comes to, okay, so yeah, difficult for me. Um, so I, I think that it was Cuba because in a sense, you know, with, with Cuba, we had to, at the time, um, Obama opened the, opened the territory up, opened the borders up for U.S. citizens to go and travel to Cuba, but you still had to like apply and like, Mm say whether and you couldn't just go as a leisure like you had to basically say like oh I'm a like a teacher or like a student or like a I'm going there for a reason because like I remember that one of the like answers you had to answer was like you student know, or something yeah like you had to have a reason to go to Cuba you can't just like it was like go to Cuba right they were like they vetted you and was like okay you know you gotta make sure you have a like a specific and like I had to prove I had like I was I have a teaching English as a second language degree so I was like Oh, I'm going there for you know research for you know mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to being you know t- um, teach, uh, teaching English you know as a second language. Like I was like I'm doing research, so I I did that and like I had a sense like I had to prove it and like yeah they let me come but like yeah you know it was one of those things where I, it was the first time I actually had to do that in the country. I was like whoa like I have to do this to go here okay, you know so yeah but now you know that's gone so yeah <laughs> um, had <your> chance <laughs> right at least i went when we could i guess right yeah um and then so yeah the next question is what advice can you give uh wait what's lord i wrote these questions and they're the ghetto <laughs> <laughs> i can't i was like girl i can't even read my own questions what advice can you give uh future travelers um my advice is to be open don't believe everything you see on the news don't believe stereotypes um, step out of your comfort zone, like go somewhere you wouldn't think of going. Um, and then like, if you're going to be traveling as a solo female traveler, just be on guard. I think like my example in Brazil, I don't even know what number of country that was by the time I got there, but I think I got a little too comfortable and I left my guard down and we can as solo female travelers, female travelers, you have to always keep your guard up no matter how much in the flow or the pro you become at this. Um, just to always remember that. Yeah, that's really important for sure. Um, my advice is do your research. So um, like definitely when it came to backpacking, like it helped to kind of like, like I remember, like I gave tips on my other prior um, mm-hmm. um, episode about like, you know, having copies of your passport and your credit cards and things like that on you, like just pictures, you know, um, that was a really good handy like tip that I did from just doing research, looking up things and like talking to people, having the fake, you know, having the, the dummy wallet, you know, yeah, dummy, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that way, like if you were getting robbed, you the could just give them that. Yeah. Like there's just like so much things that if you do your research and you like actually like ask and like, you know, um, also like, you know, on Facebook, there's all these groups you can add. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm a part of like so many groups now, you know, just from getting research and everything for the podcast. There's a, there's huge, like, there's all so like, fo- there's like groups for like solo female travelers, mm-hmm. you know, like it's so specific too. Like there's just so many different groups. So if you are like very curious and you want to do this and travel, um, 
you can find a group on there about it pretty much anywhere, anything. So Facebook is great for that in that sense. Um, so yeah, just do your research, you know, um, and you'll be fine. So, all right. We have come to the last question. I know. I'm like, bitch, our episode is long. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we got to fuck. It's because we are just talking, it's talking, talking, talking. Um, Whatever. It's a good episode. Uh, yeah. You know, it's us. You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, we stopped listening uh, a long time ago. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last question is, what's a crazy story you can tell us from your travels? You go first. I need to think about that. Okay. Well, my go crazy first. story is that I went to a sex party in Melbourne when I was living there in Australia. <laughs> You're like, you know, you know. Yeah, I was, uh, I went with my friend, yeah, yeah, and we, she was living there too at the time. And I'm adventurous. I'm super, you know, I'm an act, you know, exhibitionist. Like I like to just kind of like, you know, get out. There. I'm yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I really, I was really curious about the how like sex parties were and everything. And like, they're they're everywhere. They're here in the states too and things. But um, my friend was kind of like in that world. So like, she kind of like, I was like, I felt comfortable going there with her. And yeah, I went to like, and then it's so funny, bitch. When we went there, we I like ran into somebody from Chicago and shit. I was like, the fuck? what is this? <laughs> yeah, I have to go into like more details about that maybe later in like a different episode where we're like talking about like dirty shit. I don't know. But yeah, I went to a sex party. That was kind of fun. That was like a crazy story. So yeah. Um, besides having sex in the hostel bathroom, I have another <laughs> crazy story. <laughs> I know, and this bitch, my other episode's called uh, uh, Hostel Sex Bathroom or Bathroom Hostel. I know, and she was like, is that episode about me, my story? Yeah. I was like, bitch, no. Fuck out of here. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm going to have a whole episode talking about how you had sex in a hostel bathroom. I didn't think it was about me. I just thought, like, it was about, like, when you were backpacking, like, having sex, you know? I mean, well, it was. It was a story that happened. Yeah, yes! <laughs> so, yeah, Senya's a dirty whore, and she had sex in a hostel bathroom. <laughs> you me. Do not say that. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you said it bitch <laughs> anyways besides that um when i went to india when i went to india like i said earlier you have to buy those tickets through another like through an indian person that's there so we had a friend yeah. that was from india yeah so he bought these tickets for us to take um the train like first class um from where did I go? New Delhi, New yeah. Delhi to Agra to go see the Taj Mahal. And so like before we, the night before he's like, you know, just be careful when you get to the train station, there's a lot of people that are trying to pull like fraud on you and all that. And like, yeah. you know, get you out of your money. And we didn't think anything of it. So we get there and we're like looking for our train. Obviously everything's in like Hindi. So you can't mm -hmm. fucking read. You don't know. I see this like white lady with blonde hair. I think she's like, oh my God, Westerner. So like ask her if she can help us. So I'm like, hi, we're really sorry. Can you like help navigate us to our train? So she's like, yeah. So she navigates us to our train. And then when we get to the train, there's this like Indian guy there. And basically what happened is he was a scam artist. So he starts oh. telling us like your train, like, you know, your train's not going to come. It was canceled. They showed it on the board but we can drive you to Agra for this many rupees. He was basically trying uh -huh. to like scam us. And yeah. just, so we believed him and we're like, fuck, we're not gonna be able to go. We have these like reservations and all that stuff, like to go see the Taj Mahal. Mm -hmm. So we like get into this shady ass van and he's like, okay, give us this much money and we'll just drive you to Agra right now. And so 
literally he like drives us to this like tourist stop and he's like here just get out and you can take money from like this like um atm there so we like go to the atm and then we go in to ask the guy of the owner of the tourist shop if it's true and then he goes who told you that your train was canceled i'm like oh there's a guy outside oh my he god he told us and he's like he's lying to you he's trying to scam you oh my god you so already got knows- in the car with him yeah so and who knows where the fuck that guy was gonna take us oh my god mm-hmm. so we he goes out not everybody tries to scam you when you're like traveling. There actually are good people. So he goes out, he starts yelling at the guy in Hindi. They're like going at it. Oh shit. Like, don't get in that car. Don't give him any money. He puts us in like a actual like certified tourism car okay. and takes us back to the train and shows us to our train. And we like the train's about to pull off. We just get on the train and make it. Wow. To go so that's we didn't crazy, fucking girl. know, dude. We couldn't read it. We couldn't read Hindi. Yeah. We had no fucking idea, you know? Were you but there with that Matt? That guy was trying to scam us out like $300 and who knows where he would have took us. Right. Were you you were with Matt too? I was with Matt. That was oh, the, yeah. That was the second time I went to India. That's crazy, girl. Oh my God. Yeah, that's yeah, so India, scary. And get you. Yeah, girl. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to go by myself. You crazy as fuck. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break because we've been talking forever and we'll be right back. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. We're going to move on to our the final or the other weekly segment, which is meditate, masturbate and medicate segments. So we have Senya here. Which one do you choose, bitch? Masturbate. Uh, <laughs> masturbate. So this bitch, <laughs> I'm just gonna put your tea out there, girl. No, this bitch just fucking discovered her vagina during that is quarantine. Such a lie. <laughs> she never, she never masturbated before, co- before the during quarantine. And then when this no, bitch fucking bitch. actually no. did it for the first time, she calls me. She's like, bitch, I did it. I masturbated. Oh my god. She was so happy okay first of all first of all i never had to masturbate because you know them boys be throwing rocks at my fucking window looking for me so i got it whenever i wanted it bitch <laughs> it's not about that no it's let me finish that. let me finish so i always felt the need that i could just get it wherever i wanted because i could i'm not like a whore but obviously she's a whore, like guys. she's a whore <laughs> she's a whore <laughs> and um you know, I tried it a couple of times. It wasn't for me. I just rather get the real thing. And then obviously I've been with my partner for almost five years. We had some shit. We had to take some time, whatever. Normal shit, normal couple shit. And I learned I can do that for myself. So I feel like it was like a part of like a healing for me, like an internal healing, which is crazy because I clinical counsel people during the day. <laughs> Um, but I feel like it was a healing for me. So, yeah. This bitch was talking about, look at my dick. Hey, look at my dildo. Guys. Ah, I dildo damn. myself all night. I was like, dildo? Who says this shit? Oh, my God, Kim, like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. It's, and then what was it? It was like Caucasian. It's like a white-ass dildo and shit. I'm like, bitch. We're like, where's that biracial dildo at, though? 
what the fuck? <laughs> I, bitch, I need to give you a fucking, like, I need to get, introduce you to a shock rub. Like, you need to, like, try that. Like, seriously. I do need a shock rub. I want to try Fuck those, it. like, plastic dildo. They're not good for your body. It's really not. And you're all about putting good things in your body and, like, not having, like, harm. harm well, I mean, I haven't done it again in a while, but. No, it's just, it, it's good. It's actually healthy. Like, it's a good thing to do. But it's no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like to all you masturbators, go masturbators. What I'm saying is like, I, I haven't felt the need to mm-hmm. lately. So you be using your man as a fucking deal though. I swear. Yes. <laughs> this bitch is like, she just like demands it. Like I'm horny, Get, lay down. And then he's just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like girl, it's okay. You can have some alone time, some free time. <laughs> Which you, so you can dildo uh, yourself. I am done with you. <laughs> you, you chose masturbate, bitch. You chose it. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to put my complete life on here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my podcast, bitch. Welcome. Well, that's good. No, I seriously, no, in all seriousness, I really do want you to try like a chocolate rub. I, I really think that it'll resonate with you on a different level. Because um, it's just, when you put those other things in your body, it's like, I'm all, I'm you know, I'm still trying to, wean myself off of like videos and watching porn and things like that it's really tough it's just yeah. I'm lazy, bitch. i just want to see it in my face and then you know Ugh. but um if you have like a like a crystal wand is what i'm talking about guys so that's like chakra is just a brand of it but there's a crystal wand so you can just choose whatever stone or crystal that resonates with you and that becomes what you insert in you and it's like all natural it's not going to leave any residue in you and it is a whole nother you be cre- you create like a relationship with as opposed to like this plastic fucking thing from china that you're shoving in you um that's i truly believe in that so um so yeah i hope that you consider it and i hope you think about that for the future if you need it so if you know your partner ever leaves you know goes away for work or some shit then you can fucking do it anyways so yeah um thanks for that though thanks for sharing i appreciate that um matt's gonna kill you but whatever Um, so yeah, let's move on to the quote of the day. So the quote of the day I chose because of our subject title that we're, you know, talking about all about travel. Mm -hmm. So here it is. And it says, once you have traveled, the voyage never ends, but is played out over and over again in the quietest chambers. The mind can never break off from the journey. And that is by Matt Conroy. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Cause that's just like, like just this whole episode we've just been talking talking about our our experiences our travels you know Mm -hmm. all the we have stories for days you know and it's like you don't forget them you know what I'm saying and then some things will like happen and then you're like oh my god I remember this like like you said like you're like oh my god I actually went to Switzerland like holy shit I forgot you know (laughs) same you know I'm saying I had to think about the times where I was like oh my god I went to Myanmar oh my god that's crazy oh yeah Fiji oh yeah totally right Mm -hmm. so it's just like all of these all these adventures you know what i'm saying like this is something you can't buy you know what i mean like yeah you know i used to be one of those people that are like okay let me go buy the latest thing the latest bag shoe or whatever the fuck but like honestly how like how long do you have that for and then you have it for a little bit and then that that high goes away and then you want yeah, something else yeah. right whereas going and traveling and seeing the world like, these are experiences that you like well you can still look back on and you can tap into those feelings and it just it resonates with you and you just you'll, you just like oh my god you can go back to that feeling of being in those countries and just and it's and, a high like it's an oh, addicting yeah. high fuck yeah it totally is a high fuck corona so, <laughs> girl coronavirus <laughs> yeah fucking cardi b voice um so yeah 
Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, you guys, we didn't even have a recycling of the news section. Totally forgot about it, but you know what? This is long as fuck. And it's me and Sen. I wanted to kind of get to the travel portion of it. Um, but you know, there's all sorts of bullshit going on. We will find out who our president <laughs> is in the next month or so. Holy shit. We got, you guys, I cannot stress this enough. Go go please. You know, this is my little platform, but I don't care who hears this. Go vote. Go exercise your right to vote, to speak your opinions out there. Put it out there to the world, guys. It's really important. We need to get this Cheeto out of the fucking office. Because um, <laughs> fuck him. Um, so yeah, Senya, I love you so much, babe. You're my best friend. I love you so much. Uh, I love thank you so too. much for joining me today. Um, yeah, tell people how you, they can reach you. Tell people more about you. Any plugs that you want to put in, now's the time. Yeah. Um, I am going to say I'm not going to plug my Instagram because I am private. Um, I am a clinical mental health counselor during the day. So uh, I'm not going to give my Instagram, but I will plug my Airbnb. I will give you the link, um, share it with anybody. Like I said, I'm a super host. I definitely want people to stay. We're fun. Um, sometimes we hang out with our guests. We've done that too. Um, and I don't have a Facebook because I haven't had it for years. I don't have a Snapchat. Um, so yeah, you'll get my Airbnb and you'll just hear me on these episodes with kim if she has me back for sure uh, yeah you guys but, if yeah. you guys watch broad city a lot of people <laughs> say that senya is fucking alana from broad city <laughs> and j- literally when you were saying all this this is like the first moment where i actually saw a little bit of it i was like wait a minute you're giving me alana vibes right now from broad city like you're giving me alana vibes boot she's like i don't believe in this i don't believe in that i don't have an instagram for this the government's taking this away it's like yeah. you were, i was like bitch this is horrible like why am i gonna even say to plug your shit you're not even plugging anything whatever he's gonna plug but, the airbnb i have to be no, private I no i literally had that moment i was like wow this bitch is alana from broad city that's so funny um no that's fine girl you don't have to but yeah if if i'll leave this link in the show notes guys if you guys are interested in um checking out her your airbnb um that's always there for you guys um and of course thank you guys so much for joining in today's episode it's a long one i'm sorry if you guys are bored uh this is just us shooting the shit talking travel you know for my travel people out there shout out to y'all um and as always guys please 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 rate subscribe and comment and share this episode so if you guys have if we are showing you guys good content about like traveling and things and you're learning things share it with people this is something that you know we want to share to the world i want to create like a cute little ecosystem where we have communication be communicative uh sending us fucking families all like so cool about like you know being they're like always shouting they're like oh my god i love y'all this this." they're on my facebook commenting i love your family they're so cute um so yeah guys always 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 just reach us out reach out to me at Kimboology podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, TikTok, which I haven't posted in a while. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> um, yeah, Twitter, all that, all that, all that. IG. Um, yeah, we're going to have some fun stuff happening. I have a lot of fun episodes coming up with some fun people. And yeah, and if you guys have any um, content you want me to talk about or share, always, always reach out to me. I am open to everything. Okay, guys? Um, so yeah, that was a today's episode of Kimbo Allergy. Thank you again, Senya, for joining me. Say bye to the people. Peace.
Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. <laughs> well, shoot the damn dog.